Welcome back to more of Mel, the coolest pod in the game where I pick people's brains about things that keep me up at night. I'm your host, Mel, and on today's episode of Friend to All is a Friend to None, I'm joined by my biggest fucking op, Justice Jones. Do you have anything to say for yourself? I am your biggest op. <laughs> it's true. It's First really of true. all, he's Jamaican, so that's like opposition number one. And also, he was um, 22 minutes late to this fucking recording, so... Hashtag defund Justice Jones. You know, like, <laughs> I value Caribbean culture, and mm-hmm. I decided to, like, bring that to the studio. And you know what? I'm not even going to blame you for that because I'm late to everything, so shout out to you. Um, no, guys, but seriously, Justice is really, like, shout out Nia Harmon for introducing me to you because, honestly, like, you're one of the greatest people I've ever met. There's never a dull moment with you, and... I just think you're such an insightful person and there's always a good conversation to be had with you. So I thought you were perfect for this episode. So do you mind introducing yourself to my listeners? Of course. Um, Hi, my name is Justice. Um, I'm 19. I'm a Taurus. I do theater. Um, I'm really pissed about it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, I love theater. Uh, He's awesome at it. (laughs) You... I don't know. Am I? <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I should be confident in myself. Yes, yeah, I am. Exactly. Whoa. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, fun fact about me. I love fun facts. Go ahead, please. <laughs> I was licked by a giraffe once. Licked? Yeah. That's my dream. To be licked by a giraffe. I fucking love giraffes. Giraffes are my favorite Their animal. Their tongues are so long and coarse. It's really, it was like a kind of uncomfortable experience. Like on your face? Yeah, it started up like, well, like he got a little bit in my face, but it like mostly started from like my elbow. It started from like el- my elbow up. I think I was holding something out for the giraffe to eat, um, but it just wanted to sample me. Um, sample you is a yeah. fucking insane comment. But so yeah, guys, that is Justice, and judging by the title of this episode, A Friend to All is a Friend to None, we're going to be talking about fake bitches, but not really, because sometimes we can be the fake bitches, and I've recognized that in myself, in some friendships, that I can be, like, quote-unquote, the toxic one, and I've been working a lot to fix that. I don't think I am in any of my friendships as of right now, but definitely middle school Melody and high school Melody was she had some fakeness to her for sure my first point i always like my mom is always right about these things and i really hate saying that like i really hate giving her that credit but every fake friend i've had she's like predicted it do you have any like does your mom do the same thing Mm, she kind of does but like it's kind of like a she thinks everyone's fake as fuck (laughs) so it's like when someone is fake as fuck she was like i told you but i'm like mom like i think everyone's fake i mean Fair enough on her part. Like, sometimes you got to be wary of the people you surround yourself with. Because all of my fake friends, she has predicted it to AT. And I have so many story times. There was this one girl. Like, I was a part of a huge friend group in middle school, as we all were. And I I slept over at Mm -hmm. this one girl's house. And I, I was really, like, an early, like, sleeper. And it really, like, played to my detriment in this story. So I went to bed at, like, 8 p.m. And I woke up. Half of my hair was gone. Half. <laughs> they cut off, like, ha- like, a strip from, like, the front of my hair. I woke up, went in the mirror, 
there was like marker on my face like the <gasps> typical like um movie scene and i was i called my mom i was like bitch you need to come pick me up right now these bitches literally tore my hair off any comment on that <laughs> that's fucking crazy but that's bringing me back to when i did that to my brother oh. at one of his sleepovers he mm. was the first to fall asleep and all his <laughs> friends were awake and i snuck in that drew on him and then he I got mean, really embarrassed but like that's your brother so i feel like but that's like, kind of validated that's though. so valid for like a like brother like rivalry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um for a random ass str- like not stranger but like someone who's not related to you exactly that shit was crazy and the scissors bitch the scissors that's, i would never do that literally i looked like half of my head looked like a ray of sunshine was like poking out it was so awful and you know i have curly hair so that shit was like standing <sighs> up i would gel my hair down like every day for the rest of middle school like it took so long to grow back I don't know what the fuck those scissors those scissors had on them, but bitch, that shit did not grow back. And the worst part is, like, I stayed close to well, quote unquote, close to those girls for like years to come. Like, I was such a dumb ass bitch for that. Like, I don't know, I don't know what was going on with me there. But also, like, my aunt, she always tells me that you need to have different friends for different things. So, like, okay, I want to hear what you think about this. I'm gonna mm. say what I have to say, and then I want to hear your thoughts on this. So she always says you need to have, like, going out friends, like, close friends that you can trust with, like, serious things, like, study friends, classmates, like, those types of friendships. What do you think about that? Um, you said that to me before, mm-hmm. and when you said that, I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's <laughs> a good one I'm putting in my back pocket, because yeah. I feel like I don't do that. I think I form, like, intense connections with people, mm-hmm. um, but, like... Well, I've reflected on it. Like, I've thought about it before. Have I had friends for, like, different purposes in the past? And I have. Like, there were for friends, like, I think my last two years of high school that I only had when we were studying. Mm-hmm. Or friends I o- only had when we were on the bus together. Mm-hmm. And those were, like, friends for those moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... I realized, oh, we were like, we were chill. We, were, mm-hmm. we had a good time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really know too much about their, you know, exper- childhood experience. Mm-hmm, like or background, like kind of. Their, like dreams, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless it related to something mm-hmm. like that we were doing. Like maybe yeah, yeah. I knew their academic dreams, but I didn't yeah, know like yeah. their personal dreams. Or mm-hmm. maybe um, I knew their dreams about like, oh, what they want to accomplish within mm-hmm. the next year, but not anything long term. Yeah. Um, and that necessi- that wasn't necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. It was just like a thing. And we yeah. were just friends that were like that kind moment. of in the shallow yeah, yeah. for that moment. Exactly. So yeah. But I feel like that's also hard. It's hard to make the difference, especially when you're like in middle school and high school, because as human beings, like we crave those relationships. Mm-hmm. Like like you said that earlier, like you you have intense connections like me, too. When I love someone or when I love a friend, like I really love you passionately and I want to tell you things and I want to have that connection with you. But also there's some people you need to know that like they're not meant for that type of friendship with you because sometimes at the end of the day they will fuck you over like they're not gonna have you in their head when they're doing like certain types of things so and also like i feel like i don't i notice a lot of people do that i always i always wonder why people associate with bad people Mm -hmm. and people they think are awful because for me, if I think you're awful, I'm going to start looking at you sideways mm-hmm. and eventually like something's going to it's all going to fall apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like coming to um, 
well just being anywhere especially Mm -hmm. hanging around like men i'm like oh you're cool and then they Mm -hmm. reveal like this friend they have they keep in the black back closet who's like a fucking freak yeah who like walks around at night harassing people (laughs) like in the shadows um and that's like you know that's figurative but Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah and i feel um, people understand that he's not being literal they're not actually creeping around well some of them might be but uh, like you never know you you never never know fucking know but i just never understood that i never understood Mm -hmm. like how you could associate with people like that and how you can make friendships with people like that like yeah but maybe like i guess maybe it's a little bit more surface level yeah but i don't know kind of to piggyback on that point especially as a woman when i make friends with men i feel like there's always this ulterior motive you know and i talk to my brother about that a lot like i'm always arguing about this with him he's always like oh guys and girls like really can't have like that connection that like girls and girls can have or like guys and guys can have and i'm always like saying no dude that's not true like i have a bunch of guy friends blah blah but then I got to thinking, like, I, you, you guys are going to hear this in a bunch of other episodes. Like, I had a really reflective summer, and I was really thinking about that. And I was, like, numbering down all the guy friends I've had, like, in the past. And all of them had an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Either they wanted to, like, hook up with me or, like, hook up with my friends or, like, just some type of thing like that. And it's just, like, what the fuck? Like, I hate that. Like, I want to be able to have, like, a guy friend, like, a straight guy friend who doesn't want to get into my panties like it's i don't ugh, it's and let just me tell you something <laughs> you're never gonna get <laughs> <laughs> no and it's a problem you're never gonna get because what there it's yeah it's impossible it's fucking impossible and it's just so frustrating because i was i went out with a, one of my guy friends in haiti and we were just catching up and talking and whatever and he was telling me that like one of my really good friends like is in love with me and i was like wait 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 hold on like this man has seen like this i don't know what his sexual orientation is but like this man has seen me like half naked like i've told this man so many things about me and it's like just to come to that realization that like damn is this my friend or do they have like other things in the back of their head they're trying to get close to me for this situation like it's just like it makes you really paranoid yeah i don't i like mm, i've never really had male friends Mm -hmm. um and it's like kind of hard for me to like trust men because i see them as like oh demons Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but like i feel every time i make a male friend they're either really shitty mm-hmm. or like really terrible or okay three we have mm-hmm. three options okay. or they're they want to sleep with me uh-huh. they want to have some sort of relations with me mm-hmm. um and i feel like sometimes when i make a friend mm-hmm. um because i'm so used to making friends with girls mm-hmm. when i'm your friend i have no like thoughts of like sexual yeah, like, yeah. interaction with you exactly. um so there have been times where people like like i've been confronted with someone else's feelings for mm-hmm. me like sexually or mm-hmm. like romantically and i've been like but i thought we were friends like yeah i thought this was like a fun friend experience like summer camp <laughs> um and yeah that's always a gag and then there's the third camp where i can name like about four or five guys mm-hmm. i'm like 
oh, he's chill. Like, I yeah. like him. So true. No motives. And usually there's nothing behind the eyes or there's <laughs> so much behind the eyes. He's not thinking about me. I'm like, And, like, I want that. I can name maybe two people, two men, like, two male friends I have that are like that. Either no thoughts or too many thoughts. They don't even think about having anything with me, which I really appreciate. And I really hold, the like, those two people, like, really near and dear to my heart because... Well, you're never going to 100% know, but, like, from what I know, I, like, I've been friends with these people for years, and they haven't done anything to prove me otherwise, so it's, like, really refreshing to have, like, a guy friend that you can, quote-unquote, trust, and, like, trust to not have feelings for you or, like, any ulterior motives, and I feel like that's a really refreshing thing to have because it doesn't happen often, and it's just so, like, I think it's also, like, heteronormativity. Mm -hmm. Like, in everyone's minds, (coughs) it's guys, girls, guys, girls. And when guys and girls interact, it's, like, it's Mm -hmm. romantic or it's sexual. It's, like, you're either having sex, you're dating, or you're getting married, or Mm -hmm. you're raising your kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's, like, no. Like, we can have, we can form complex relationships across genders. We can move past that stupid-ass, barbaric-ass shit. Like, I'm so over it. But back to, like, female friendships, like, that's something that I value so much in my life. Like, whether it's with my mom, my grandma, my aunt, my friends, like, my cousins, I just value that so much because, again, there isn't that, well, I'm 100% sure, at least, maybe I'm wrong, that there's no ulterior motive behind it. And if there is, then, like, fuck me. (laughs) Like, I don't know. But from the experiences I've had so far in college, (laughs) in college and, like, a bunch of my long-term friends that I've had since middle school, I'm like, damn, like, I love you so much. Like, you've never really done anything to, like, make me think otherwise or that, like, you hate me or you don't like me or you're trying to compete with me. And I don't know. But on that note, I have two, three story times about these three girls that I'm one of them I'm still a little bit friends with but the two others like completely cut off Mm. one of them um she was I I don't even know why we called each other best friends because we knew each other for like three months right Mm -hmm. but we were freshmen in high school so I guess that's kind of like a normal thing that girls do you know each other after two days and like hashtag besties whatever so this girl, she it, there was always this sense of, like, insecurity or, like, not to, like, pat myself on the back, like, damn, bitch, you're so sexy, everyone wants to be you. Not like that at all, but I can always, like, I always had this lingering feeling in the back of my head that this girl was always competing with me or trying to one-up me, whether it's with guys, school, whatever it may be. And so, like, we were a little bit on the rocks, kind of, like, our friendship, because, like, my grandfather had just passed, and I had cut everyone off, like, not on purpose. It was just, like, something I was going through, and I didn't want to talk to anyone. Mm -hmm. And so, I went to school one day to, like, pick up my books, and, because I was going to go somewhere with my family, so I needed my books to do homework, whatever. And this girl texts me. I guess someone told her that I was at school that day. Mind you, my grandfather had just passed, right? And so this girl texts me later in that day. She was like, oh, so you came to school and you didn't even, like, tell me or, like, come to see me? I was like, what do you mean? Like, you think you're, like, in my head right now after what I've been going through? Like, you're actually batshit fucking crazy, you know? And it's just like, and there was another instance where I don't want to say too much because I don't want her to figure out this is about her. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. But um, (laughs) there was... (laughs) Like, I want to expose her because she's a fucking bitch. Fuck you, ho. Oh. (laughs) No. Wow. No, but this story time is crazy about her because I was, I had just broken up with someone, right? Mm -hmm. And I guess she was close to the person, right? 
which already hashtag red flag. Um, and so I had gone to the beach before traveling to Miami the week later, right? And, like, I hung out with a bunch of my guy friends. This was after the breakup. Yeah. And, like, I was taking pictures with them, which, bitch, it's something that everyone does. Like, I'm, t- I'm having a good time. I'm taking pictures with my friends, whatever. We're drinking. We're living it up. And so I go to Miami in the next week. And then, like, I get a text from this girl. She's like, oh, I heard that, like, you hooked up with this guy, like, when you were at the beach. Like, tell me if it's true. And I was like, huh? Like, what do you, mind you, I did, I was celibate at the time after that breakup. And she starts. <laughs> I was celibate <laughs> after the breakup. <laughs> she starts like spam texting me like, is this true? Is this true? Like, I don't understand what's wrong with you. And I was like, girl, no, I didn't hook up with anyone. And even if I did, like, I don't have to tell you. And like, I was allowed to because I didn't have a boyfriend at the time. And I was like, okay, well, if you're my best friend, tell me who told you this so I can go, like, ask them, like, why would you spread these things about me? And she's like, oh, no, I can't tell you. Like, I can't I can't reveal the identity of that person. And I was like, that's when I knew. I was like, oh, you're a fucking op, ho. Like, I'm cutting you off 100%. So what do you think about this girl? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I think she's a bad liar. See, (laughs) if I needed, like, something from some, like, a friend, Mm -hmm. from another friend, I'd be like, rumor mill says it i'd be like i wouldn't and if you asked me if you came to me mm-hmm. be like where'd you hear this rumor from mm-hmm. where'd you hear these lies from mm-hmm. i just say someone we both hate yeah um, i throw them under the bus so not only is she a bad liar she's a bad friend yeah um, and <laughs> like no she that, is that's what i took from that <laughs> that's what i took from that yeah no she really is and like she'll i ugh, i really if I say this story, like, it's really going to expose who this girl is. Like, I really hope no one listens to this. But, like, kind of need to move up my listenership. Anyways, um, she was like... <laughs> <laughs> Through messiness and drama, you will I you will climb the I charts, man. Who's going to beat me up? Who's going <gasps> to beat me up? No one. You're right. Exactly, friend. But no, America! She <laughs> <laughs> Freedom of speech, y'all. Oh, my God. You know, land mm. of the free and the brave. You're free enough to do this podcast and you're brave enough to talk about that bitch exactly wow. thank you wow. justice is always validating my messiness and i really appreciate yeah that. i just like <laughs> y'all i can't be messy anymore and, like <laughs> it's not economic for me like i'm too broke <laughs> to be messy so like if mel can be messy for me like that's that's but like also she doesn't live in boston so when am i ever gonna see her like i'm not gonna like see you baby she gonna do pull up to downtown fucking crossing <laughs> she's the gag is she's not look she like, won't she's not and also babe your boy your ex-boyfriend hit me up the other day so mm. he did but i didn't answer okay because you're a good woman yeah and like there's nothing of interest like about (laughs) where's the soundboard (laughs) i wish i could use it but it's like a little bit far and i don't know what does what anyways guys this is nothing of your concern (laughs) please don't he's trying to play with my equipment guys you guys i'm not professional (laughs) but yeah you were fucking late Mm -hmm. but that's neither here nor there um but i'm not gonna say the story time because i you know what girl hashtag i'm protecting you but anyways um there was this other girl this is my Mm -hmm. last well there's two more story times but i'm gonna choose one there was this one girl right we Mm -hmm. were i think eighth grade and to be in eighth grade and doing that shit i guess that's like hashtag normal because like you're still really immature and whatever but that's a story that will stick with me till the day i fucking die because that really hurt me so there was like the two friend groups i was a part of like 
probably the like lower food chain like friend group whatever mm-hmm. and she was part of both like the top and the bottom right and so we were hanging out one day and we got invited to this party and we go to this party but i get there earlier and i'm hanging out with like my other friends who are outside of the friend group right yeah. and so this girl pulls up with like the top friend group and she's saying they're like going down the line saying hi to everyone her f- like the friends her the friends she had from that friend group did not say hi to me and she completely skipped me mind you this is a girl that i've known forever like she's been in my home i've been in her home i've been on family vacations with her and whatnot and she fully skips me does not looks me in the eye does not say hi to me and i was like whoa like i kind of woke up and that was the first time i remember really standing up for myself because the next day we had an event at school and um she came she wasn't with that friend group and she came to say hi to me and my other friend and i was like i like like kind of jumped back and i was like oh so now you know me and, like, I was like, damn, Mel, like, y- you know what? You know who you are, baby. Yeah. You got your head on your shoulders. And I really pat myself on the back for that. So, any thoughts on that story? I, wow. Like, the family fa- vacation part is kind of crazy. Because that yeah. means that you Close. know the family, too. Yeah. So, it's like, what if I bring this information to your mother? Yeah. And I didn't. And I should have. You probably should have. That's what my ass would have done. <laughs> I I would have been like, would. I would have been like, mm, you're gonna hear th- from <laughs> your mother. Your no. ass is, your ass is grass. Your ass is fucking grass, yeah. bitch. But like, we've kind of, but still, it, like I said, it was in eighth grade, so we kind of like hashed that out. She kind of went after my boyfriend in seventh grade on like the, the class trip or whatever. We went to France, and like when we when we came back from France and we got to Haiti, she told she like confessed to me that she liked my boyfriend at the time, and I was like, whoa, friend. And she like went after him, and like he broke up with me. <laughs> but like they never got together, so I was really confused. <laughs> His face right now, you guys. I really wish this was like video. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> like you're seventh grade? Yeah, friend. Yeah, that actually does. Never mind. <coughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like I mean, fair enough. Like I probably would have done some shit like that in seventh grade, but like I said, we kind of hashed it out, and like I'm really cordial with her. Like she got into like a really like weird accident the other day and i texted her i was like hey how are you i heard this happen whatever and so like we're cool now like if i see her in the streets i'm not gonna jump her as for the other bitch i baby watch your back watch your back i will jump you threatening violence on air oh no yeah and this is an uncut episode Ooh. <laughs> see, that's why I was a little bit afraid of doing this episode because I'm like, when people see me, they say crazy ass things. Like, let's say that. Oh, fuck. Okay, wait, <laughs> scratch that. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that wasn't me. That wasn't. That, guys, how did you guys like my melody impression? Was it good? I've been working on this for months. Wait, this is too funny. I can't. Wait, I kind of want to edit this, but <laughs> I need to stick to my guns. But, uh, <laughs> stop. stop. Okay, I kind of want to switch gears and talk mm-hmm. about how sometimes, like, you're the, like, unintentionally or maybe intentionally the shitty friend. Any mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Um, I feel like I've definitely been there, done that. Um, I've, like, suffered with, like, mental illness all my mm-hmm. life. So that comes with, like, being a shitty person at mm-hmm. times. Like, there are times where you cannot get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. There are times where it's, like, almost like impossible to talk to me um and yeah definitely upon reflection i probably been a shitty friend yeah 
yeah they're oh my god yeah <laughs> but usually the people i've been like i feel th- i feel the worst about are the people i'm still friends with mm-hmm. and who have like stuck it out mm-hmm. um because like they've also been a shitty friend and we're like yeah, oh yeah. we were both shitty and then it's like locked turn in up. yeah we're locked, locked in, now. in yeah yeah um but yeah i i don't know like i think Upon, like, reflection, if I reflect mm-hmm. too much upon my actions, even mm-hmm. if they were, like, good intention, I'm going to be like, holy shit, I'm a terrible person yeah, yeah. because of, like, all my anxiety. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, being a – coming to terms with that you've been a bad friend before mm-hmm. is, like – It's a hard a, thing to digest. It's a hard thing to digest. 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 So, we're going to cut that, right? <laughs> no. Oh. He's in his Canadian area. Um, oh, fuck you. <laughs> um no yeah i've definitely reflected upon that i i feel like there are and i hate to admit it but like sometimes you really have to admit to yourself to be able to work on that and like better yourself so i feel like there are there have been multiple instances where i was a toxic friend or like a shitty friend or like did things that like you shouldn't do if it's a real friendship you know but the people who I've done that with are like, like you said, they've done shitty things to me too, and we've been able to talk about it and like hash it out. And now, like my one of my best friends, like he lives in Philly right now, he goes to Temple. Like we've both been like not super shitty, but we've done or said certain things that like friend friends quote unquote shouldn't do. But like we've been able to talk about it and like hash it out and like try to better the friendship like upon the situations that happened. And like he's there was i remember there was this one time like we didn't speak for two weeks because like he's super protective over me right and Mm -hmm. like i i started talking to this guy at the time and like i like years prior used to talk to the same guy and like it didn't end too well and so he like i guess it was coming out of love so he was trying to warn me like like saying be careful like i don't want you to get hurt again whatever just a typical like friendship like talk when you start talking to a new person and I I was the shitty person in that instance where I was yeah. like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, we've grown, we've matured, like, it's not going to happen again. Lo and behold, that shit did happen again. But anyways, that's a story for another day. But I was really mean to him, and, like, we didn't talk for, like, a good week and a half, two weeks. And I told him, well, listen, like, I'm going to keep talking to this guy, but I don't want, like, that to affect our friendship. Like, we're going to be friends, like, forever, I hope. So, like, either you accept this or, like, and, like, be with me if he does hurt me or, like, I, like, I don't know what to tell you. And, like, we talked about it and, like, everything was good. So, I feel like that definitely is a point you need to reach, especially when you're an adult. So, I don't know. That's my thoughts on that. Yeah, I think I remember I have, like, a core group of friends I got out of Turkey. Um, shout out to Kelsey, Angel, <laughs> Reagan. Um, and Turkey was, like, a tumultuous time. I was there for Mm -hmm. the later half of, like, middle school and, like, freshman year. So, it was just Mm -hmm. mess. Yeah. I bet. mess. Oh, my God. Oh. (laughs) But, um, I remember there were times where, like, Angel and I would, like, get at it. And, Mm -hmm. um, it was just, like, a lot of... I feel like I was just being really stupid. And I just was stupid and i was going through Mm -hmm. an era where i was learning a lot and Mm -hmm. because i was learning um actively learning i didn't have like a strong foundation Mm -hmm. and i feel like angel was a lot more mature Mm -hmm. than me at the time and even though we had like things in common there was just a lot of things that's like 
created like a point of like mm-hmm. tension and um i think we once got into like an argument over like our holy shit no one time mm-hmm. i accidentally exposed angel's like finsta oh and that was like a big deal <laughs> yeah, yeah because it's like not only was this a finsta this was like like this was a big like collection of thoughts and like of years of stuff like tens of thousands of posts and like i accidentally exposed it and i didn't mean to Mm -hmm. like i was just showing my friend like a funny post and they were like who's that and i was like oh uh, 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 uh." wait where what Mm -hmm. um and uh and like like they let me in and they were like they told me like oh like you, you can not, they didn't tell me but they let me into this like uh their little like Bubble, world yeah, yeah and it was kind of like the way they express themselves through social media mm-hmm. and i kind of like com- like violated mm-hmm. their trust in mm-hmm. that way and um yeah um usually our like arguments were literally over like finstas like i we would yeah. fight over like <laughs> the messages um but you know at the end of the day i love angels so mm-hmm. much they're such a creative soul Mm -hmm. like such a like such an amazing person shout out angel yeah i love their mind and i love the way that they like articulate their thoughts and like Mm -hmm. bring art with social media Mm -hmm. um they're like my favorite niche internet micro celeb and i was actually our friend group so i was friends with um a person named kelsey mm-hmm. um we were like bus buddies mm-hmm. and we just started hanging out because like we're bus buddies mm-hmm. and i think somehow along the way we just became friends and i c- just can't remember how like mm-hmm. i like we had a lot of c- in common but i d- cannot tell you how that came up mm-hmm. um and we became bus buddies and like it was like fun and we became close we also lived I don't think originally Kelsey lived under me, mm-hmm. but like they moved, their family moved. Mm-hmm. So then they lived under me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, we're neighbors. Yeah, like it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I could see Kelsey's room from my window. Wait, that's so yeah, cool. It was it was fun, but um obviously I never went I didn't go to Kelsey's house that much because like mm-hmm. my mom was afraid of like people murdering and kidnapping me and Fair enough. <laughs> anyways um but yeah the next year uh a new girl came named reagan mm-hmm. and you know there was a lot of tea with reagan mm-hmm. because she's blonde hair and blue eyed um mm-hmm. and people were like she must be fucking stupid <laughs> um which was crazy because reagan's one of the smartest really oh my god <laughs> people were like she's so stupid and dumb and blonde and and she's so blonde and dumb and stupid <laughs> and like it was bad like um she once told me like she was considering dyeing her hair i was like oh, oh my no god. oh my god but she was the thing is she was so smart she had to leave our school because that's how smart she was oh damn her school was too dumb for her wow um and like now she's gonna be like a doctor i feel <gasps> yeah whoa yeah. she's doing all the science stuff all the medical stuff oh my god yeah but um yeah, and then Reagan was on the same bus. Mm-hmm. Was Reagan in the film, same building? No, she was in the same compound. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I became friends with Angel that year. Mm-hmm. And Angel's sister was friends with Kelsey. And it was, like, mm-hmm. just, like, this weird, like, connection. Mm-hmm, we were all mm-hmm. connected to each other. Kelsey and I and Angel's sister had yeah. a mutual friend that, like, traumatized each one of us. Oh. Um, those make for the best bonding yeah. moments. And you know, she would continue to fi- like find her way into my life until like senior year of high school. Oh my god. Yeah, like she oh. haunted me. She ruined like everything. <laughs> like the first time I fell in love, the reason like the reason I was heartbroken, like well well mm-hmm. I felt I I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I 
them of their ex. <gasps> and yeah. friend, you yeah. know what? It happens to the best of us. I'm the not gonna best lie. Of us. Anyways, it really did happen to me. They really got me. They got me. Oh. But yeah, so um, Kelsey, Reagan, and I all became friends, and then like Angel was folded into it because. Angel and Reagan left the school together, mm-hmm. and then they became even closer. Yeah. And um, when I left Turkey, mm-hmm. um, Reagan also left, and Kelsey and Angel started hanging out too, mm-hmm. and they became really close friends, and they're best friends now. Wow. And it's like now we have like a group chat, and like we're planning to like spend Thanksgiving together. I love that. Yeah, and it's like weird because like there have been like I remember having arguments with Kelsey. I remember like. Reagan and I are the friend group we were in. I remember having arguments with them, but it's like that seems like so so juvenile now. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we're all like so adult. Like yeah, I've, like Kelsey's and I want to say they're they're a junior, a junior in, in college like, in university <gasps> in wow. Virginia. Um, Reagan is like technically a year younger than me, mm-hmm. but like they're also a sophomore. Um, and wait, like, Reagan is the really smart one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Angel's been working their ass off their linkedin is crazy oh my that's gosh. a nia harman and nia harman as linkedin oh my god um they're they're so incredible they they can just do anything they're, they have the smarts for it and like they're just like oh, i literally love them so I much love i love following so them. much yeah and like it's just so great seeing like our like our trajectories and yeah, i cannot yeah. wait to reunite with them i haven't seen them all of them all three of them in four years three years <gasps> Wow, wait, so question. I mm-hmm. want to hear your thoughts on this. Do you talk to them every day? Mm. I talk to them at least once a week. And aren't those the best types of friendships where you do, where it's so low maintenance and you don't have to talk every day? But when you do talk and when you see each other, it's like, whoa, friend, we're in the middle school. He's standing up right now, y'all. He's waving, bowing his head, y'all. No, aren't those the best they're so oh my god they're so beautiful i grew Mm -hmm. up moving like i grew up moving always going to like a different place Mm -hmm. different country and i can tell you to this day there are some people i can hit up right now they'll respond to me and like Mm -hmm. it with open arms yeah um i remember my friend claire she hit me up she was like i'm gonna be in boston for thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and it was like we didn't talk actively yeah like we would have spouts of like Mm -hmm. like talking for maybe a month or maybe two months yeah um, but we hadn't seen each other face to face since 2017. Wow. Yeah. And this was last year where she hit mm-hmm. you up. <gasps> and like she came to Boston, and I showed her some of my favorite places, okay. and it was just so it was so fun. Isn't and it, was it so, so beautiful? Like it's so it's such an awesome feeling. I don't know. I love that's my favorite thing ever. Like me and my best friend now. Like I said, he lives in Philly. We haven't seen each other. In like almost over a year well mm-hmm. not even but like maybe 10 months ish and like we don't talk every day we talk maybe once every two weeks but when i do talk to him when i do facetime him it's like we'll spend hours on the phone catching up and like it's nothing's changed yeah. like it's the best thing ever Ugh, i don't know just those types of low maintenance friendships really so just like good and especially so good. when you come out like you're so used to seeing them every day. I had this mm-hmm. with my friend Nika. We we had every class together mm-hmm. um, for junior and senior year almost. Mm. And like th- that was a great way to make a friend. Like I, I like bet. like within like two months we kind of clocked in. We we're like, okay, like <laughs> I love that. Um 
she like trauma dumped on me like while like <laughs> doing my makeup for a play and like she was like and i was like whoa like we're gonna be best i love friends. that um but yeah like i remember facetiming her while i was mm-hmm. like on the hill in somerville and like that rhymed on a hill in somerville and i was just watching the sunset i was thinking i miss nika and i called her oh. and like when i called her like she just had that that you know that smile they always have Mm -hmm. like of anticipation yeah yeah and it was just so good and we don't talk every day Mm -hmm. um but i and i was like oh are are we losing touch last year Mm -hmm, i was like mm -hmm. um are are we not are we not as close as we used to be but we never were texting friends Uh we were always like seeing each other yeah yeah and when i went back to seoul for spring break Mm-hmm. we saw each other and it was so clear that we were face-to-face friends like yeah, yeah. we need to like touch each other hug mm-hmm, each other like mm-hmm. like look at each other's eyes yeah. like it was just so it was so good uh. um and i cannot wait to see her. i'm trying to go out to miami this fall <gasps> can we nia Harmon, samara grant everyone you guys you guys can follow me to miami um you will need a place to stay because i already have, I have that my own house. holy shit oh my god don't sorry yeah. i'm so sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know you had real estate out there. Not real. <laughs> it's like family real estate. Family real estate. Because you know us Haitians, we love a good oh, Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Love a, a little g- a Mi- Miami communal house. Oh, 100%. Yeah, we love a good mean. Miami. No, but yeah. I'm surprised my family don't have a Miami communal house. Like, honestly. Do Jamaicans love Miami? Jamaicans love Miami. Really? Yeah. Well, <gasps> bitch, Miami is Caribbean <laughs> stomping ground. It is. But you know they like um they took down little Haiti? Really? Yeah, for real estate. Yeah. Holy so shit. Displaced why a bunch of people. Why is it always like the Haitians that they go after? They really don't like us. They don't want to see us win. And that's a problem. And Ron DeSantis, I'm coming for you, babe. And Ron that's a threat. Ron DeSantis, you're over. <laughs> you're um, so over, You're friend. so fucking over. <laughs> no, but yeah. Before we leave, I kind of wanted to play a little game. I'm trying to get on, like, my entertainment shit, right? So I'm going to choose, like, a bunch of celebrities, and we're going to, like, kind of see, like, our thoughts, whether they'd be a real friend or a fake friend, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So are you ready? Yeah. Um, Lana Del Rey. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I need explanations. Okay. <laughs> I have, like, a lot of thoughts on this. Okay. I think Lana Del Rey is a really good fucking like like real friend but if you're you're just like casual friends with her she's like terrible (laughs) she's like so shitty so if you're a casual friend with lana del rey i feel that you're like why why do you like this like i think that's how she would come across a little bit but like if you're like really deep friends with Uh her like i feel like she's that one like girl who to trauma dump on you mm-hmm. 3 a.m yeah. like you guys are just like lay at night in dorms like uh-huh. that's that probably was her at fordham university <laughs> um but i feel like if you're like close with her mm-hmm. damn like you're never getting her out of your yeah. life no i i agree with that 100 percent and wholeheartedly like if anyone knows me they know that fucking lana del rey like please baby come home i miss you the kids miss you i love you so much like Arr. <laughs> Get me tickets to your soon concert. I would never go to a Lana Del Rey concert. <gasps> Please don't make me. Like yell after at LA you. to the Moon, that was like the last okay. concert I really want. I talk about that concert all the time because like, and like LA yeah. to the Moon set, I we'll yeah, never friend. get anything like that. Like but she we won't. she'll come out late. 
with the background her babe. dance with a babe. <laughs> the background dancers just be doing any any anything, friend. What the fuck are they doing? Whimsically prancing. <laughs> what is up with that? I feel like I, I could know. be Alanda Ray back up. hundred percent. Anyone here, anyone at Emerson, I and that says a lot. Way. I was just joking. I respect Alanda <laughs> Ray's dancers <laughs> art. Okay, wait. Next person, and I have so many opinions about this. Courtney Kardashian. You go first. Mm, terrible. <laughs> I feel like if you're friends with a Kardashian, they're going to be a bad friend. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a little, like, the reality shows so much of their life. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if I couldn't really have a friend, they can't have a friendship out Like, a deep connection. A deep connection. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, like, what if you don't want to be on TV? Ooh. <coughs> and, like, what if you don't want to be in reels? And what if you don't want to be BL? It's just, like, all these <laughs> things that's, like... Wait, do you think that's a requirement? <laughs> Have you seen Kim Kardashian's friend group? Oh, my God. Thick Stop. mothers only? What? <laughs> what? Wait, I need to put that on a baby tee right now. Thick mothers only. Wait, that's so real. I personally, like, I would never, like, go near Kourtney Kardashian with a 10-foot pole. I'm s- No, I'm so terrified of that woman. I feel like... I don't feel like she would get physical with me, but I feel like she'd be so condescending to the point where I would, like, my eyes would literally roll to the back of my head, like, just out of stress and anxiety of being around her. Are you serious? Like, I'm telling you, all you have to do is question her intelligence. You would just have to question her intelligence and then ask her where she bought that tan and then (laughs) tell her where you got yours. Your mother's womb. (laughs) Um, And then, like, compare. Um, Like, I feel like the Kardashians wouldn't be too hard to topple over. Um, I feel like Kim would be pretty hard because she got that law on her. So it's like true. I feel like Chloe's the easiest. I'm so sorry. I I feel like she has this like really hard exterior. I think Chloe would be the best of the friends though. For sure, for um, sure. Because like I feel like Chloe would be <laughs> Loki. I feel like if I went to party with the Kardashians, mm-hmm. it'd probably be Chloe because I know she gets like she gets messy. She, she really truly really does. Messy. She really Kendall truly doesn't. Does. Kendall doesn't do anything. <laughs> Kel- Kendall's like like just a notch above Haley. Bieber yeah, to me, yeah. Like I I agree with that. Yeah. Like I don't know my thoughts on the Jenners. Don't have many thoughts on them. But like I don't know. I feel like I kind of quote unquote grew up with like my mom watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. So I'm like more. I don't want to say in touch because no. I'm well. I'm more quote unquote in touch with what's going on with the Kardashians. Yeah. But, um. Who else? I had Drake. <laughs> okay. I feel like it would be on waves like there mm-hmm. are probably periods where he's a really good fucking like friend mm-hmm. and there are periods where he's just like a shit person and i, I think agree. that's because just the way drake is but like i don't know i think i kind of like take all of um his interactions with like Nicki minaj mm-hmm. um even though i don't quite enjoy Nicki as a person mm-hmm. um like i remember there were so many years where like Nicki fans like barbs online would be like why is drake ignoring Nicki?" and every mm-hmm. time Nicki would like get on the hate train Mm-hmm. He he would go silent about her, but anytime yeah. like barbs were like popping, like he'd be like go on Instagram. He'd go on Instagram live or he the he'd Instagram make a song with era? her. Oof. Oh god, so Ugh. crazy. But um, my ass used to run Instagram live, and then I only made it like when I'm drunk, when I'm intoxicated. But last time I was intoxicated, I didn't go on Instagram live. So really? I feel like, I feel bad, yeah. No, I remember over, was it over the summer or some type of there break? Was, you there was <laughs> one over the summer, but that wasn't the last time I got intoxicated. Oh. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we kind of had a yeah, side had convo. A, you know, <laughs> t- 
telepathically yeah. we were speaking we forgot we forgot yeah. that voice out but um yeah i feel like even with his kid like if he wasn't mm-hmm. called out like yeah for like having that kid remember because he was called out that for was a that crazy kid. ass moment on the internet like i and the next thing you know he has this blonde and his baby was like oh that's really your kid <laughs> And then now he's like, I don't understand why, uh, why people were talking about oh the baby's weight. What what do you need to know about the baby's weight? <laughs> oh, you're dumb. No, he, th- was, I think it was on a podcast with Lil Yachty. He yeah. said that. Those I I would be so terrified to be in a room with those two people at the same time. I don't know why. I love them both separately, but like them together kind of really terrifies me. I feel like in theory I could handle Drake. I don't think in actuality I can handle Drake. Me neither. Mm. You know my theme on on the ninth floor of P Row. It's Drake and J Cole, <laughs> and like every every morning, uh. my sweet mates and I, when we go out or like when we're together, we're like, okay, which Drake are you feeling? And it's like Drake with like the blonde wig with the bangs, or like Drake like with the si- heart bang. Yeah. Oh yes, my yes, 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 yes. god. Or like Drake sipping on his Starbucks, like really <laughs> like weirdly and sassy. I feel like I could handle like gay Drake. Oh, hundred percent. Um, but I think I could also <laughs> handle like drake as like a father like if he had like the kid with i think you could handle that because you start speaking french to the kid yeah and then like that would probably like send it into like a hundred percent and next thing you know i'm in a drake video yeah and my life is forever changed yeah now who do you let me give you some let Mm -hmm. me give you some okay he's taking over oh hmm i okay i just want to put it out there i love rihanna but like I don't know. Who tread lightly? I know, oh, that friend. butt. Like, I was like, mm. <laughs> No. Like, I think, honestly, like, I think she'd be, like, such a ride-or-die friend. Like, if your boyfriend did you wrong, she would literally get in a car and go, like, D-O-X-X him. But, like, I don't know. I feel like so- it's kind of like the Lana Del Rey thing. If you're, like, a shallow, like, casual friend with her, I don't think she'd pay you much attention. But once you're in there, you're in there, you know? That's kind of the vibe I get from her. Like, if me and her were friends personally. Honestly, I'm going to say this without a doubt. I think, I think Rihanna would love, love me. Like, I, I just, think she'd love you too. Like, I and I know <laughs> this is crazy, but like, I don't think a lot of celebrities would like me. But I know Rihanna would be. Ab- I think she'd adore you. She'd for be obsessed sure. with me. Um, <laughs> but um, I think for her, you're right, and you're yeah. you're so right to a T because she used to like. She used to dox people. Really? Well, yeah. Rihanna was a messy woman on Twitter. She, she to, was. Oh my god. Remember when she like um <laughs> Tiana Taylor was yes. like, I hate broke bitches. Oh my god. And then Rihanna put Tiana mm-hmm. Taylor's like um net worth yeah, yeah. side by side with her own net worth. Did on, she put as it her as like her header? Her header. Yeah, yeah. And Tiana Taylor's net worth was like a couple hundred thousand, yeah. and Rihanna's was like a couple million, <laughs> and then. Rihanna tweeted, "Oh, I hate broke bitches too." Um, she was that exchange was so hilarious. Or like to me. the so Sierra, be, like Sierra tried to comfort Rihanna, being like, "Babe, you'll see me at my shows, and Ooh. um, like we we can go at it on the stage." And Ooh. then Rihanna retweeted that and said, "Good luck booking that stage you speak of." Oh, like she's so messy. Oh, she cleared people for sure. She's so messy. She's so funny to me. I love her though. Shout out Fenty. Fenty concealer is the best concealer ever, so I'll I'm not getting paid. I'll take your word for it. I'm boycotting <laughs> all that shit oh. until she makes some me fucking music. It's so, I mean, bitch, get in the studio. Me and Justice are in the studio. You need to get your ass in that damn studio. Right? Like, right. if Justice and I can do it, a couple of Emerson students, come on now, friend. You have access. 
Let's do it. Now, this is going to be like left field. Mm -hmm. Sean Paul. Don't piss me off because I have personal beef with Sean Paul. What? Why? Because there was one time he came to Haiti. Okay. Right? So in Haiti, like every December, there's like a bunch of like international artists or like super cool artists that come to like perform and do concerts and Mm -hmm. whatever. And we make like make a party out of it. And it's super fun, right? And like at the time, I was, I think, 14, 15 ish around that. Or I was about to turn 15 because it was in December. Yeah. And so Sean Paul was performing. Sean <laughs> Paul. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Stop. That scared the fuck out of me. I got PTSD. <laughs> um, so he was performing, and that was one of my birthday gifts. So I was like, Mom, like, it's my first thing ever. Like, I'm going out with my friends. Like, can you get me a ticket? And she was like, Oh my God, sure enough. She was like on the outlook for a ticket. And. Because you're not supposed to, like, stop selling tickets until they, like, until you're fucking sold out. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker decided to stop selling tickets. Mind you, not sold out. Decided to stop selling tickets two days before the show. And I was like, oh, bitch, fuck you. Fuck you and your mom. Fuck you and your country. Oh, not that. Because Jamaicans don't Uh, come from the But, like, also, I have weird beef with him because... He has, like, the weirdest life s- story, which I kind of admire him for, but, like, also, bitch, you're weird. So, like, apparently, I you probably know this. You know everything. Like, apparently, like, his parents wanted him to, like, be a doctor or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he went to, like, medical school and, like, got his diploma and then gave it to his parents and, like, went to pursue music or whatever. Yeah. And, like, shout out to you, big up to you, but, like, you piss me off and I hate you and I'm, you're never going to live that down with me. Fuck you. Um, yeah, he, you know, he's, like, he used to, like, live in the pool. I think he was, like, a swimmer and my mom mm. would always show us videos of him talking about his swimming days. Um, <laughs> Sean Hernandez. Uh, you know, I don't... <laughs> I feel like he'd be, like, a cool-ass uncle. Mm-hmm. One time, you know, one time I wrote a treatment for a script in high school where Sean Paul played my father. And, like... <laughs> Like in the like in the movie, I like if it would ever be made, I'd go up to Sean Paul and be like, "Do you want your acting debut?" Because I'm dying. Like, like it's so fucking ridiculous. Because like this is so fitting for you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, I, I was like, you. who should play my West Indian father? Like I don't have a West Indian father, but like in this in this scenario, I was like, oh my oh god, Sean Paul. <laughs> fucking screaming because like you would do that yeah and like i really hope that happens for you is that I still really in the do works too. you know what um i need to get like a co-collaborator on that we need to make it happen um if but, like, i didn't hate him i would do it with you, you but like do no. <laughs> no no you yeah you need to sit this one out friend <laughs> you need you have personal uh beef that will get into the professional yeah realm. and i don't want to ruin that for you so. yeah mm. yeah um yeah one more person for me okay okay let me think. Let me think of something good. Oh my God, hmm. Jennifer Lawrence. That you were gonna say Lopez, and I was about to walk out of Could here. Could you imagine? <laughs> I was literally about to walk out of here. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. I feel like to bring it back. Oh, I'm so smart to bring it back to like my little friend groups, like different types of friend groups you need to have. I feel like she'd be a really fun friend to go out with. Like I don't see myself talking to Jennifer Lawrence one on one, like debriefing something with her, or having like. Uh, ooh, you're disagreeing. No, but I'm thinking about, like, how I would probably be her friend to go, like, get, like, the hungover brunch with. Yeah. <laughs> you know and what I mean? Like and, I'm like, we can do that because I want to get drunk with her and I'll pass her on to you to and you, you want to have drunk brunch. Yeah, I do think the same thing about her. Like, mm-hmm. she's a person that you can only have, like, in these categories, I yeah. feel. I don't think I would be able to really to... 
also like i don't know if like i feel like i'd have to be pretty much a little bit older to like yeah you know yeah. to like understand the same level yeah, yeah, yeah. Be on her same level i don't know why i don't think that for like the rest of the celebrities we've said yeah. especially the ones who are like parents mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just generally generally old as fuck yeah but um yeah i feel i feel like jennifer lawrence like i feel like She'd be such a good time. She used to have, she had the yeah. sweepstakes once where it was like, you can come and get drunk with me. And I <gasps> low-key want to enter my mom. Oh, that would be so fun. Like, if she did that now, I would enter. Yeah, I don't think she's as much as an alcoholic as she yeah. once was. No, it was crazy. Like, it she'd be crazy. on the Ellen show drunk. She'd be on Jimmy Fallon drunk. Like, she, uh, it was crazy. Like, <sighs> glad you got the help you needed, friend, because that. Or maybe she just stopped. Like, she she does give the vibes of a bitch who just like stopped you know what i mean cold turkey like, just cold turkey and just woke up one day back. and was like hmm one I, day without I have a friend alcohol who did that with like really i think she did she did with drinking she was like i don't drink anymore i was like really oh. and she was like yeah one day i was like hmm i was like you used to turn up all the time though she was like no not anymore i was like uh-huh. oh <laughs> i was like you would do that <laughs> like i wouldn't for sure i don't i don't have I'm that in like me. so young and it's not like you know, I have like one vice, and like if you peer pressure me into another vice, I probably will do it. But I'm not doing yeah. any hard drugs, no cocaine, yeah. um, no poppers. And for Emerson, that's pretty good. Pretty good, friend. Like pat on the back for you. Yeah, I'm not doing any of that shit either. Like I need. That's gonna be on. Well, Melody, we're not really the demographics for like cocaine and poppers. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, yeah, but ethnically. <laughs> ethnically, to yeah. be clear, y'all. Um. Yeah, but. I was going to say something. I know someone, one of the friends I was going to, ooh, I can't say that. I'll tell you after, though. <laughs> it's like <laughs> really. Know, you forgot that this was uncut. Yeah, huh? It's yeah. really juicy, y'all. But um, I think that even though we can talk about this topic, like, ad fucking nauseum, I feel like that's all the time we have today, y'all. Um, do you have any piece of advice for my listeners about friendships, fake friendships, real friendships? Honestly, for making friends, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to always say you have to sit back and observe. If you're, like, a new person in, like, a situation, yeah, it's yeah. good to introduce yourself and talk when it's required. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a subtle art to sitting back, observing, mm-hmm. and letting people come to you. And it does take time sometimes. Um, but usually when those people who come to you aren't weird-ass bitches, they're people who want to actually know you. So, um, and know every single part of you, you know? And yeah. uh, every time I've moved the first person who approaches me is often the worst. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They they don't have I no friends for a reason. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the person I meet maybe two, three, four months in, that's mm-hmm. the friend that I'm gonna keep forever. So friendship yeah. is a process. It takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, people are complicated, so you just have to like really embrace that. You can't rush the process. You really can't rush the process. I agree with that 100%. Thank you, Justice, for putting on your serious face and giving them that piece of advice. You're welcome. Much appreciated, friend. You're welcome. (laughs) But anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of More of Mel. A friend to all is a friend to none. I'm your host, Mel, and I really hope you enjoyed today's topic. I love you all so much, and tune in next next time on More of Mel. Sorry, guys. Next time. (laughs) This is not getting cut. (laughs) Bye. I love you guys. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.